Welcome, welcome, welcome to season number two of the Go For Two podcast, episode number six. I am your host, Jackson Walsh. I got my friend and my buddy, my pal, beautiful as ever, Lucas Aver with me. Lucas, hey. how are you, hey. bud? Yeah, I'm good. You know, I I got distracted while we were doing the intro because I got to looking at your hair, man, because it, it's coming up right here. Dude, it's, it's all little, over the place. on the top. It's like you need some gel or something. But anyway. I need something going on. I got something. <laughs> but dude, what what is it? You heard another voice in the background. What? what who, who, we, who we got with us over here, Lucas? What's up? We, we have Mr. Tyler himself, all right? He has commented on one episode only, all right? And so I don't know why we're allowing him to be here. Um, I know. Casey's he commented on, like, early every episode, so. Yeah, yeah. He, he has to be here. Uh, he's going to be our guest today. He's a Giants fan, if you can't tell from the ugly jersey. And, uh, <laughs> so yeah, I'll, I'll, let, I'll, let him, I'll let him say whatever he wants to say for his intro. I, uh, I appreciate y'all having me on. I'm, I'm Tyler. Um, I'm the co-host for the 100 Point Club podcast uh, that we do on YouTube. It's me and my buddies. We just talk COD esports. If you know, you're know you interested in that, just tune in one day. Absolutely. Uh, really, really happy to be on and uh, ready to talk some football. Dude, thank, thanks for coming on, man. It's our first guest ever. We're super happy to have you, man. And of course, we're going to leave the description for the 100 Point Club podcast down. Uh, leave the link, excuse me, in the description. I wish I could talk today, Lucas. Jesus Christ. Uh, did you say we were super happy to have him? We are super happy to have him. Why yeah, wouldn't we be happy? Real quick, before you get to the comments, I got a bone to pick, all right? We all just right. recorded the Hometown Heroes uh, <laughs> episode for our, our YouTube. Yeah. And um, we're back-to-back recording here because Mondays is when we record our stuff. So if any of you think we're lit on our news, we're not. We just record on Mondays, you losers, all right? So get with the program. Okay, anyways, all right, this guy Tyler gets on the Hometown Heroes. It's Hometown Heroes. It's 50% for the Titans. 50% for the Cowboys, okay? Facts. We took a we took like 3% from the Cowboys and gave it to the Giants just so Tyler could feel welcome, all right? <laughs> all right? And he wants to come on and thrash our teams, man. Yeah, he did. He was coming at the Titans, bro. That's what he, I'm saying. He came at I your throat sideways. Me, oh. Uh, you love me, though. Any, rub the comments. That's true. Yeah, you comments, yeah, yeah, I do want to say something. Uh... I know that okay. he's going to Casey's going to say something about the Patriots or whatever. Of right? course, all right. And I just want to say that it must be bad to be in the presence of a Giants fan and knowing that Eli Manning. That's all it is. That's all it is. That's it. That's it. I think Luke, Lucas kind of broke up for us for a second there, but what he was saying is uh, it must be crazy to be in the presence of the a Giants fan when Eli Manning took two championships away from Tom Brady. I think that's what he was going with. Like we We're having a little bit of uh, lagging issues, but I definitely got that. And, yeah, that's definitely got to hurt. It's got to sting. Check out the jersey, Casey, just for you. <laughs> Check it out. But speaking of that, Casey, oh, by the way, Casey, thank you, man. You always commenting on the videos, always commenting on the podcast. You are the guy. Thank you, Casey. We appreciate you. Even Tyler here on our own podcast has, did not comment on the last video. Isn't that crazy? It's got to be wild, man. I'm telling you. We got to have Casey on, on the pod at one point, Lucas. Have him on here talking about his his high school teams and such. Anyway. <laughs> Go starved for some content. <laughs> first, first comment, he said, and, and Lucas said it. Oh, yeah. Brady is the GOAT. He's like the coach on the field playing quarterback. Like I said, get your Tampa jersey on the podcast, Lucas. He is the GOAT. 
That is facts. That is facts. Yeah. Next one is, is next one is about you, Lucas. Here we go. You ready? Ready for this? This one's just for you. He says, Ooh. "LOL, Lucas, you're laughing at the at New England Patriots. Come on, man. They have the best coach of all time. He could train a homeless guy as a quarterback and still win games. It's all about buying in the system and winning as a team." Gosh, Lucas. <clears throat> I also remember when the greatest coach of all time was a coach for the Browns, and they were terrible. Okay. Yeah, you can only do so much. We've seen what happened last year with the goat, with the goat quarterback. You couldn't, you couldn't put up points against the Titans. And let's be honest, like our cornerbacks aren't exactly elite. Like they're good, and we have, but we have no pass rush. Tom Brady has time to get the ball to Edelman. Okay. Yeah. Come on, man. There's, <laughs> Come there's on, man. There. There's no this, talent there for him to work with. This next one's for me, of course. Third and final comment we have from Casey. Thank you, Casey, by the way. Jackson, let's get real. The only way the Cowboys get in the playoffs, <laughs> the only way is they have to destroy the Eagles, Giants, and Redskins, and for some reason, they still can't do it. We can't even do it with the best <laughs> roster that we had last year. Haven't been able to do anything since the golden years of the 1990s. Thanks, Casey. I, you know, <laughs> I really appreciate it. He's totally right. We couldn't beat the Eagles practice squad last year. We somehow managed to beat the Giants twice. We're due to lose to them this year. And I'm not just saying this because you're here, Tyler. I've been saying this for forever. I'm telling you, the Giants are going to thrash us this year. I don't know what it is. It's going to be Jason Garrett, Coach Clap on the sidelines, okay? But he's going to make it happen. And for some reason, we're, we're, just, we're due for it. We're due for an 0-2 year. It's going to happen. So... I still think we're the best team in the division, though. Look at he's like he's like, ooh, I can't, I can't wait to beat the Cowboys, man. (laughs) I remember the last time we beat the Cowboys because Janoris Jenkins clamped Dez up the entire time. That was the last time we beat him. Yeah, man, he wasn't able to throw up the X that day, so. Yeah, he wasn't. That was that was rough, but he did catch it against Green Bay. Dez caught it. Dez did catch that. He caught it. He caught it, bro. (laughs) He caught it. Cost us a trip to the NFC Championship game. Ooh, ooh. I'm still mad at the rest for that. (laughs) Um, so first off, here guys, I think we're gonna start off with uh, Frank Wright said some interesting stuff. All right, he did. Said some neat things, Mr. Jackson. What you got, buddy? He did. Okay, so Frank Wright kind of gave a little bit of an interview. He's talking about Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers was asked, uh, or he was asked about Philip Rivers because Philip Rivers only signed a one-year contract, right? One year, twenty-five million. Frank Reich said, uh, "I can just tell you, uh, like I really believe it is Philip's intent, Philip Rivers, to play multiple years with the Colts." That's a quote from Frank Reich. He believes that it is Philip Rivers' intent to play multiple years with the Colts. So I I only bring that to light because I saw a report last year, last week that Philip Rivers apparently has bought into a like a youth uh, league or a youth team. He wants to really coach next year. This is going to be his last year. He's kind of a hurrah. Um, I'm curious as to your guys' thoughts on this. Like, let's say Philip Rivers, like, is this the last kind of attempt for Rivers to kind of revive his career? Or is, if he has a bad year this year, is he out? Like, what are you guys' uh, thoughts on Philip Rivers here? Yes and no. You know, it's, it's like, for me, I definitely think it's one of those deals where he's going to come in and if they have a good year and he thinks the team really has something, um, he might try to make another push after this season. Uh, yeah. But it, it, it's definitely like if he comes in and has a really bad year and the team crumbles, if he comes in and has like 
a below average year, but the team is good and they still want to keep him, I think he'll try to come back again. Yeah. Because there's always that looming presence of a Super Bowl that he's never won. Right? Right. Um, all right. I got but I you. Could, like, I could definitely see him not coming back at all. Like, yeah. He, he's there. He's getting old, man. Yeah. Uh, what do you think, Tyler? Um, I kind of on the same lines as Lucas here. Um, I think that if he comes out and has an amazing year, you know, you know, you know, mid to mid two thousands, Philip Rivers kind of esque year. That I think he'll definitely, you know, not hang it up. I think he'll still be playing. But if he has a blow average year, it's I think he's, I think he's going to be looking at his other options. Yeah, I mean, they bought a new house in Florida, right? So yeah. moved in there closer to family there. He can golf and do whatever his thing, go coach uh, the youth team and be one of the best players to, to never do it, to never get the ring. I mean, we've talked about it a little bit in Hometown Heroes. We really think the Colts have a really good shot this year. They were just kind of missing that elite quarterback presence. Is Phillip Rivers an elite quarterback? That's up for debate. At one point, he definitely was. Uh, we'll see what he still has left in the tank. I think he could really benefit from a fresh start, but I do think this is his year. This is prove it year. He signed a one-year deal for a reason if they're playoff contenders if they're really close to AFC championship maybe I can see him coming back and playing again but if it's, they're just kind of middle of the run barely make the playoffs and they're kind of one and done he calls it a career and you know gives the gives Indianapolis kind of a, a a barrier year so they can figure out what they want to do at quarterback allow them to do address other needs in the draft but then I don't know maybe try and uh, trade for Trevor Lawrence next year we'll see We'll see. I'm, I'm I'm just really curious. I thought that was interesting that Frank Reich said that he believes that Rivers wants to play for multiple years because I, I I don't really see it that way. I mean, I can definitely see two years. Yeah. Like, and and also like what a player wants to do and what he necessarily has planned to do don't always line up. You know. Yeah. Like yeah. in his head, in his head from the talks that he's had with the coaches and stuff he might think that they only want him for a year you know they, they drafted a quarterback I believe and so they might just want him to groom up the next guy maybe help Jacoby Brissett or help uh, who they drafted they draft Jake from I think Jacob they did Eason? yeah I think Jake from okay either way I think so one um, of them might try to bring him up make him a good quarterback we'll see what happens he's a smart guy he's a good player and he has the best clean trash talking in the league he's he like does. such a nice stand-up guy but he'll get in your face so he's like oh man hey that was a good hit like <laughs> you know like, uh, it's like oh, he's like i'm coming for you That's i picture great. him and coach clap as good buddies you know i think th- i think they'd get along really well you know hit the golf course you know, really. play play 18 yeah. holes or something like that and just clap for each other <laughs> yeah the entire time mm-hmm. That's so it. we're uh we're gonna travel to to philip rivers old land yeah right we, we got a little got a little deal with the Chargers, right? So yeah, uh, yeah. their head coach came out and said that they did look at Cam Newton as an option mm-hmm. for them at quarterback. Um, but after after evaluating him and stuff, looking at the situation with their team, looking at the draft and who they thought would fall for him, they decided they were going to stick with either one of the quarterbacks that fell to them, and then they were going to just have uh, Tyrod Taylor play for him. Uh, yeah. And they've come out and said that they have faith in him being a starter this year. We'll see what really happens. I'm thinking Herbert probably starts some point in the season. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, uh, so I just want to get I want to get y'all's take a little bit on that. Like what do y'all what do y'all think about that? Like should they have just gone with Cam even though they had Tyrod Taylor? 
I think it's super interesting because like what were the uh, the Chargers were kind of one of the hot spots that you and me kind of picked out for uh, Cam to possibly land as soon as everything started kind of fumbling with with Carolina we thought like immediately go to LA provide a winning attitude they lost Phillip Rivers obviously they need a fresh start maybe they draft somebody in the draft still but then you're still able to compete and go for a championship or at least get into the playoffs with somebody like Cam Newton Tyrod He's kind of got the short end of the stick the past couple of years, right? You know, he was with the Browns and, you know, again, Cleveland began, you know, gave faith in him. But at the same time, they drafted Baker Mayfield at number one. We saw what happened. Baker eventually came in and took over the team, created a lot of hoop and, you know, hoopla around that team. So I feel like it's a similar situation with Tyrod. Like, I think they're going to go with him for the start of the year. And it just kind of depends. You know, it's kind of a flip of a coin. If, you know, they can just push him into the playoffs and they're doing well with Tyrod, he stays in. If it's very clear that they're just not going to make the playoffs no matter what, I think they go with Herbert and give him some reps. Um, with Cam, I, I'd i rather have Cam than Tyrod, but I understand why they did it. Cam's probably going to be a little bit more expensive. I don't know if, I mean, he... It maybe could cause some locker room issues. Um, is he the kind of leader and mentor that you want to have for your young quarterback? That's debatable. Um, I think Tyrod's more kind of, he just comes off as more like that nice guy. Hey man, let me show you what's going on. Cause he was really supportive with Baker as soon as the transition happens and like, you know, helping him out. Um, I don't know if Cam would be as forgiving as soon as Justin Herbert got into the lineup. So I just thought that was super interesting because now I feel like the options are really limited for Cam this year. Right. I would agree with that. Um, I think Herbert, in my opinion, should start week one. I just feel like throwing him in and just give him his chance. It's like, you know, setting by him Tyrod is is also a good option, but I don't think Cam, I think Cam is long gone from their minds if um, since they drafted Herbert. Because I feel like for sure Herbert was their option for the future, and if they wanted to win now, they would have definitely went after Cam. Like as soon as he was made available. So right, I feel that. I was definitely. I know you said something about it, Jackson. Like when you when you think about a team is trying to bring up a new young quarterback and they they want like a veteran presence there right if you if you're looking at the two like you want tyrod taylor who has helped with this example baker mayfield who's yeah. been a, a constant pro he's been a good guy um shows consistency shows up in the building all the time no drama you know or, or do you want kind of a drama queen cam newton kind of brings some drama with him like it yeah even when they were winning even when they're not winning there's stories about Cam coming out. You know, the crazy outfits. Um, I know you, you've heard rumors about altercations and, like, him arguing with people and stuff like that in practice. And, yeah. and uh, his opinions are always going to be known. And I wonder if, if you're bringing up a new quarterback, a new young guy, if you really want that as their mentor. That's what I'm saying. I don't think Cam would be very, like, in the mentoring mood. I think he wants to go somewhere and start. I think he wants to have his shot at stardom again. You know, he wants to get back to 2015 Cam. But there's some baggage that comes along with that. Is he a better talent than Tyrod? Sure, absolutely. It's un, it's undoubted, you know, right? There's there's no doubt about it. But at the same time, I feel like Tyrod's just a bit of better uh, mentor than, than Cam would be. At least that's how it how I perceive it from the outside. I would agree. Yeah, so, so Cam Newton back up to the Giants? No, not one bit. No, over you. No. You wouldn't take Cam Newton over Danny Dimes? 
Not one bit. Not at all. As a backup. As a backup quarterback. As a backup quarterback? Uh, no. Ooh. So look, look, look. do y'all? Because y'all know, y'all know about the Jameis Winston deal. He signed a super cheap deal with the Saints because they're kind of known for bringing up working with quarterbacks and stuff yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. They needed a backup. Oh, um, Bridgewater. Do y'all see Cam Newton taking a pay cut and signing a cheap deal to go somewhere? Because there's not a starting job left in the NFL. There, there's one starting job left in the NFL. It's if the Jacksonville Jaguars <laughs> want to wake up That's and right, actually give it to him, man. I'm telling you, I'm sick yeah, and tired they, of Rich Mania they, and the man. mustaches, man. They've like, said what they want. If they want to win, they go get Cam. You go get, like, bro. They don't want to win. They're losers. Losers <laughs> lose, bro. Like this no one in that organization is. can tell me. Yes, we believe in Gardner Minshew over Cam Newton. I no, I'm sorry. That that's just not a thing. Look, I told Tyler this when we were talking about um, some of the COD esports pros. Some people are just losers, man. <laughs> yeah. And Jacksonville yeah. is one of those teams that like they just lose. Yep. That oh god, it infuriates me, man. Because I made a bet, you know. I call actually, I called it at the begin at, at for this year. Lucas has my call, and it's okay. He's got it all written down. He's our scribe, and he he you know ever so lightly reminded me <laughs> that I made a I made a call in it that Cam Newton would start somewhere week one. All right, and and the options are dwindling, and my call in it uh, reputation is clearly at stake. So I'm gonna need the Jacksonville Jaguars to pick up the phone and call Cam Newton's agent and make this happen. It, it's either that or Washington, and I don't see Washington moving on from Dwayne Haskins, even though I think Cam Newton's better. Yeah, Dwayne's well, not good. Yeah, Tyler, do you see do you see Cam Newton taking a pay cut and signing a cheap deal to go somewhere? I don't think uh, how he acts and how you know he's an MVP, you know he's an MVP caliber player. You know he done it. He's different from Jameis because Jameis has never been that man on a team. I just feel like his ego wouldn't allow him to do something like that i think he feels like he's and that he would want to play he wants to be a starter he doesn't want to learn anything so is he just retired no i don't think so but someone's here's the thing man it's probably not going to happen by week one as much as i called it okay i I still have faith it could potentially potentially happen but he there's two two things that could happen for him one he takes a pay cut goes to be a, a a backup because he could do that for almost any team in the league right now. There's several teams that would love to have a, a MVP caliber quarterback as a backup, just in case, right? Also promotes competition, right? We were talking about that with Chicago before the Nick Foles role. There's some different teams out there that would love to have him. Number two, someone inevitably is going to get hurt, and he's going to get a call, and it just depends on who does get hurt, whether it's a backup that somebody else had solidified or there's a starter somewhere. That's how he's going to get his shot. So I think that's kind of what he's playing for right now is I'm going to get a call eventually, depending on where, but, you know, I could see him. If he would take a pay cut, you know where I'd really like to see him? Pittsburgh as a backup to Big Ben because Big Ben has kind of, you know, we're having, we're getting to the time where some durability issues, he's getting close up to years to where he's thinking about retirement. I know he thought about it a couple of years ago. He's pretty vocal about it. Um, Cam Newton's a guy that can buy you a year or two before having to draft somebody else, give you some kind of that, you know, that buffer zone. So, and Mike Tomlin, like if I trust anybody to deal with Cam Newton, right? And to mold him and bring him up as a good coach, Mike Tomlin, 100%, is the first guy I think of. The dude's been a coach of the year candidate. You know, I mean, it feels like every year he's been in the league. So 
I think that would be a real good fit for him if he would take a pay cut. I he should have won it last year. I know this yeah. is off topic, but he he should, we he talked won about this. He was our coach of the year last year. We both picked him. <laughs> he should have won it with everything that happened with yeah, Pittsburgh. I guess Miles Garrett put a dent in that. <laughs> Big brain. Big brain. I'm sorry. That was, that was that really was, corny. That was funny, though. <laughs> we didn't make that the thumbnail, Lucas. Just Miles Garrett just <laughs> yonking on dude. Um, anyways, oh. uh, so anyone that watched the pod last week knows uh, we're doing this thing up until leading up until the season. It's like our yes. little season countdown. All right. Uh, since the schedules came out, we are going through week by week for the predictions last week we did week one games for the nfl this week we're doing week two games yes makes sense all right so we're just gonna go in order um so i'll start with the thursday night game and then we'll work our way all the way to the sunday night game me and jackson do our picks tyler's also going to do his picks yes we'll get our guest picks this week yeah and then at the end of the year uh, sorry, excuse me, not at the end of the year. At the end of this, when it's like week one of the NFL season, our episode will uh, release our predicted records and everything from the games that we picked. Yeah, so we're saving really cool all these. See how it, yeah, save all these and everything. So, <clears throat> excuse me. First up, we have Bengals at the Browns. Yes, Lucas, can I just say, I am really looking forward to football, man. I, I cannot wait. When you talk, when you said the Thursday night game, that gave me shivers, man. I'm just waiting. Ooh, I, hear I, I can't I can't wait, dude. I ooh, ooh. I'm so excited for football this year. Yeah. <laughs> uh Thursday night. Uh sh- shall I go first? For Thursday? Yeah, yeah, we'll do you and then Tyler and then me. Okay, okay. All right, so we got the Bengals at the Browns Thursday night football. Joe Burrow making his debut in Cleveland for his first away game. Uh, you know, I I, I got to go with the Browns here. I think they just have more talent-wise. I feel like uh, Baker Mayfield, he's not shooting commercials this offseason, so he should do better. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think he should, he should have a better year. I think they're going to get off to a right foot. I just don't think the Bengals have quite enough yet to, to compete. Uh, I think it'll be a good game, though. I think it'd be kind of the first test for for uh, Joe Burrow. He's playing Sunday the week before. He's got to play on his first short week and his first road game. I think he's going to have a tough time acclimating. So I'm going with Cleveland. Uh, I agree. I'm going to go Cleveland as well. I will. I think this will be a good game for Joe to show what he can really do because Cleveland's defense is very is really solid, and mm-hmm. I feel like this will be his first real test. First primetime game. Yep, be the first prime time. Who they play week one again? The Bengals. I have it here. Oh, the Bengals played. They're at home against the Chargers. Okay, yeah. yeah. Week one. Their first, their first, his first solid defense. He'll probably end up going against will be Cleveland. And I feel like it will, it'll be a true testament to his abilities if he can pull some good plays out, just play correctly. Yeah, I feel that. <clears throat> um. Also had to go with the Browns. Universal picking. Browns. Universal picking. I mean, it's yeah. just Miles Garrett's going to eat him. No, 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 no. I think so. <laughs> I, I, I think so, so, man. I, I really think the big deal for me here is it's your second game in the NFL. Yes, you just had your home opener. Hopefully you win that. But it, you're going on a short week on the road, your first primetime game, back-to-back. I just think it might be just a little too much. 
and you're still slow from the COVID stuff. Like you're not necessarily settled in. Yeah, you're not like hot and as far and as you normally would be. Right. Yep. Correct. I mean, I'm not saying he can't handle spotlight because the dude literally had the best college football you know season of all time. I'm I'm just saying that you know like it's it's going to be difficult on a short week on the road that quickly. Right. Yep. Yeah. Um. Next matchup we got we have the Giants, Mr. Tyler, at the Bears. Um. I'm actually going to let Tyler go first with yes, this one please. since it is the Giants game. So. Um. This uh this game is a was a really tough pick for me and uh I think that the Giants are going to be improved this year with the addition of Andrew Thomas and Xavier McKinney, but um and then the Bears their quarterback situation is still going on. I, I have to go with the Giants and my come off is biased, but I think we are the better overall team, in okay. my opinion. That's fair. That's fair. Um, I'm on the same line of thinking here uh, as far as New York and, and Chicago. I Listen, I think Mitch Trubisky is still – he's on the prove-it year, right? So they didn't pick up his fifth-year option. I think at this point in the season, it's still early enough to where he still has his job. They haven't pulled the cord on him yet and decided to go with Nick Foles um, uh, for a couple of reasons. Maybe let Nick Foles hurt and heal that injury a bit more and also just you know trying to give Mitch Trubisky a fair shot. So I have the Giants here winning on the road. Um, I think Mr. Bissy is going to have a tough time. Also, the Giants are going to be fully healed, right? They're having some injury issues last year that kind of held them back, especially at the wide receiver position. Um, yep. I'm looking forward to seeing what Joe Judge and Jason Garrett do. I got a feeling about the Giants this year, man. I don't know, man. I just... I feel like Saquon is going to go off this year. Now, he's going to have a, a, a tough defense to face in Chicago, at Chicago. But the good news is you're not playing Chicago in December. You're playing Chicago in September. I think that's going to help them out a bit. I'm going with the Giants on the road. <clears throat> it's actually wild. Uh, so I picked all my games beforehand, so it's not like there's any weird stuff going on, you know. But I actually picked the Giants off. Did you really? Hey, this was my hardest game I had to pick. This was my um, so, so for me, it all comes down to the quarterback, um, Trubisky and Foles. I think they're still going to be a, not necessarily a controversy going on. I think they're going to come in and they're definitely going to say, we have to give Trubisky a shot. Like the yeah. Titans had to give Mariota a shot last year. And I think he's going to come out and they're going to lose because of him in some way, shape, form, or fashion. Um, Nick Foles probably eventually becomes the starter. But right now, Trubisky's out there. He's trying to make stuff happen. I don't know if he gets frantic and forces something or what, but I have the Giants taking that game. Interesting. We are all unanimous at this point. <clears throat> see how far that goes. Um, next up, we got the Falcons at the Cowboys, Jackson. So this is all you, buddy. Hey, man, home opener. I'm really excited for this one. We just played in a $5.6 billion stadium money written all over it in L.A. last week. We're bringing it home to Jerry World for week number two against the Falcons. Falcons looking fairly decent, right? Matt Ryan, he's kind of a hit-or-miss guy, right? He either has an MVP-like season or he kind of has an underwhelming one. It's one of the two. Uh, we'll have to see what happens here. Julio's healthy. Calvin Ridley's healthy. Their secondary's healthy at this point. At least one would hope so um, they also add Todd Gurley. A fun fact, Lucas, did you know 
that. Speaking of running backs that uh, with Atlanta, did you know the last there was one other career running back for the St. Louis Rams at the time? Goes by the name of Steven Jackson. I don't know if you remember him, right? He was a leading rusher at one point. He was actually incredible, super versatile, and electric. He actually went to end his career, or he went the next step of his career from the Rams was to the Falcons. This happened about six or seven years ago. Interesting now because Todd Gurley was at the Rams. Now he goes to the Falcons, and that's kind of where their careers kind of uh, came to a little bit of a halt. They weren't as successful in Atlanta as they were with St. Louis and now LA. I think that's going to hold true here. I think Todd Gurley, there's still something going on with him with the injury, something that we don't know about. I don't think it gets fixed in Atlanta. I think the Cowboys come out, hopefully with Dak, and I just think we're going to have too much firepower for him. I'm going with Dallas at home. Uh, I actually agree with you again, Jackson. Jeez, um, give me I, the win. I like, okay. I, I really am curious how Atlanta plays this year. But um, if Dak is playing, I am picking Dallas against this team because Atlanta didn't show me anything last year. Like, they had some good games, but they was mostly just underwhelming completely. And, uh, and I, I just feel like, you know, their offense is going to show what they're made of on this terrible Atlanta defense. Ugh. Yeah. Lucas. Hey, y'all y- 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 got to stop looking at my notes before this, man. <laughs> <laughs> wow, um, yeah. I got to go with the Cowboys. I mean, I just, uh, like both of y'all want- said, like there's some weird stuff going on with the Falcons. Like you, you never know what's going to happen. And for me, it comes down to coaching inconsistencies and, uh, if your coat's inconsistent, your they will be in. they will forever be plagued by the twenty eight to three comeback that they lost from New England. It's never oh, yeah. going to come until, away from their until minds. The whole thing's reset. Yeah, it's yep. never gonna it's never gonna go away from them until they win a the title. They're never going to be able to get over it. Even then, there's it's still going to haunt them forever. And I'm telling you what, man. Like I think they just need a fresh start. You know, I think they need a new coach and. Um, I mean, we'll see what happens. Do you want to go first on the next one, Lucas? We seem to continue to be copying you. (laughs) I've got the Lions at the Packers next up. Lions at the Packers. Okay. Lions at the Packers. And I'm going with the Pack. Okay. Yeah, I I know the Lions. I think I picked the Lions to lose last week, too. And and I know people are super excited about Okuda. And Matthew Stafford is still a good quarterback. He really is. Although. You're playing the Packers. Yes. And I I don't like Matt LeFleur. LeFleur. Okay. Croissant. Right. Yeah. I don't I don't know what he does in his spare time in Paris or whatever he goes, but he butters croissants and eats he's, them. Bro. Not, I told he's you. not studying football enough, or <laughs> you know, right? I, I I don't have faith in him necessarily, but I have faith in Aaron Rodgers. So I got to go with the Packers. Uh, yeah, I'm on the same line of thinking here, Lucas. Uh, interesting though, with Matthew Stafford, uh, there is there is some rumors going around. Maybe Matt Stafford won't be uh, the starter uh, at some point in the what? season. He put his house <laughs> he put his house on the market in Detroit. Well, he might leave after this year. It's, yeah. it's like Tom Brady said, man. He put his house on the market early season. That's what I'm saying. So there's just some kind of rumors kind of floating around with Detroit. Just, you know, little little intrigue, little spice on the Twitter timeline. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, so uh, there's some definitely some tough places to play in the league. I think, actually, I think 
this whole COVID stuff is going to have a big uh, impact. Depends on if we're allowed to have fans in the stadiums. If we're allowed to have fans in the stadiums at this point, Green Bay is one of the hardest places to play. Lambeau is is an incredibly difficult place. So uh, I also like to pack at home. I don't think the Lions have enough. I'm going to go with that bad man, Aaron Rodgers and Matt Leffler. Again, we're all in agreement. I'm Dude. going with the pack. Well, <laughs> at some point, we got to I wanted, next one I wanted to pick the Lions for this. Uh, I I rate Matt Stafford a lot. I think he's one of the best quarterbacks. And he's, he's good. When you're in that discussion. But um, uh, we're going to, you know, Aaron Rodgers is probably going to have a healthy Devontae Adams. You know, that team is going to be basically the same as it was last year, minus Blake Martinez, because he came to New York. But, like, I think this team is still really good. I think they'll – I think it's got a lot of fire under Aaron, you know, the whole Jordan Love situation. Yes. So, I think I think he's out for blood. I think this is going to be, a, you know, a tough game for the Lions if they do try to, you know, go out and win this one. Yeah, we're all we're, all, we're unanimous all the way through four picks, man. This all is right, crazy. Well, there's no way we we'll, we will be this time. All okay, right? we're, we're all going right. back. We're going back to the OG cycle. Jackson, Tyler, me. All right. Okay. Vikings at the Colts. This is Vikings. a hard game. This yep. is an incredibly hard game, right? We were just talking about Philip Rivers and how he could be an integral piece for the Colts moving forward. We talked about them possibly, if we guys listen to Hometown Heroes, which is recorded before this, we talked about Philip Rivers possibly even being the piece that they needed. Tyler said that they could possibly be number one in the AFC South. And for them to do it, they're going to have to win home games like this against Minnesota. Sadly, I don't think it's going to be enough. I got Minnesota on the road in Indianapolis. I really like what uh, what they've been doing in the offseason. I know that they lost to Fawn Diggs, so I was really happy with their draft. Um, Adam Thielen thinks going to have a pretty good year. I like Dalvin Cook against that Colts rush defense. Uh, I agree with you. I have Minnesota winning this as well. I do do have high expectations. Lucas <laughs> just threw up his hands, man. <laughs> I do have high expectations for this Colts team, but I do. I think this is going to be one of their toughest games. You know, with uh, going up against Minnesota with a healthy Adam Thielen. I picked the stupid Vikings to beat the Colts too, man. Did you really? You guys. <laughs> All right, this the is next crazy. one's easy. It's Bills at Dolphins. Go ahead and go. Jackson, Dolphins, Tyler, Dolphins. <laughs> Jackson, Bills, Tyler, Bills, me, Bills. I was going to say. Bills are beating the Dolphins. Bills are beating the Dolphins. Dolphins don't have enough here. They're probably going to end up starting Tua. I mean, the Bills added Stephon Diggs. They're just they're better all the way around at this point. Um, yeah, they're on the road, but yeah, – it, that's my Who cares? Copy paste whatever you're about to say. That's that's my answer too. Yeah, I, <laughs> we're going to the next yeah. game. I can't. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> at 49ers at Jets. 49ers. 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 The Jets will lose this game. I'm going with the 49ers on the road. <laughs> Liked what they did in the offseason. Me and Lucas said it. They're clearing cap space in the future for Deshaun Watson. We say it every single podcast. He's going to end up being on his 49er, whether it's from free agency or a trade. I think it's going to eventually happen. Jimmy G and his chiseled jawline will be too much for the Jets um, at home. Yep. So, yeah, I, 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 I agree. Yeah. Copy, paste, whatever. Yeah, Sam Donald does have enough. Okay. <laughs> Rams at the Eagles. I have L.A. 
beating the Eagles on, on the road. Um, I, I This is where I could see the Tyler's going to be different here, I think. Um, yeah, man. I mean, I'm, I'm, go, I'm going with the Rams. I know that they had some different, uh, some questionable um, acquisitions. And they, they still have Jalen Ramsey. They still have Jared Goff. I'm curious to see what they did at running back again, how they address that situation. Um, I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm picking Sean McVay here. I really am. I'm going coach on this one. Uh, I am not copy and pasting this time. I do have okay. Philly taking this. Um, you know, Philly is a hard place to play, and mm-hmm. the Rams losing Gurley and Jared Goff is not the quarterback that people thought he was. And I just feel like Philly is going to, you know, have something to prove this year with their how last year kind of went with everything. So yeah. I, I have Philly taking this one. Yeah, I'm, I'm also going to go with the Eagles. Um, okay. Uh, like Tyler said, you know, they're at home and you've also got a Eagles team that at this point in the season is hopefully going to be trying to prove them. And I also think the Rams, you know, like they've ran into so many cap issues. I believe they lost another stud lineman this year. So, and, and yeah. they lost Todd Gurley. And I think and just all this stuff just over and over and over again doesn't help them. I, they do have a good coach. Um, but can only do so much with what you got. An offensive lineman is one of those places, Jackson, where you just you, you are can't. Com- yeah, you are you are completely yeah. correct. But you know, for the Cowboys to make the playoffs, I need the Eagles to lose a couple games. All right, so this is where it works <laughs> into the schedule. So then- playing the Rams, okay? Yeah. Just beat the Eagles, Jackson. Jesus. Oh. <laughs> Next simple. up, we have yeah, is that easy? Exactly. Uh, we have the Broncos that. at the Steelers. All right. So real quick, I, I do want to remind everyone that Big Ben. Will hopefully be back in football. He right? should be. So, so what, what y'all got? He should be. I got Pittsburgh at home, man. I'm really riding high on Big Ben this year. Uh, him being away last year, um, I think I think you know it hurt him and everything. But um, I'm really looking forward to seeing what they can do healthy, right? Healthy Juju, healthy Big Ben, healthy O line. Moving forward, Mike Tomlin, their defense was absolutely incredible towards the end of last year. Mike Tomlin, like we said before, should have actually been coach of the year with what he was able to do with literally third stringers all over the place. Mika Fitzpatrick was well worth the pick to Miami. Um, I, I got the Pitts, I got Pittsburgh at home. I don't think Denver's going to be able to score on, on this defense. Okay. Uh, I have Denver winning. I, 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 I Hear me out. Drew Locke, with the wide receiving core he is going to have next year, I think will have a standout year. He, they uh, definitely did address the wide receiver position, that's for sure. You have Cortland Sutton. You have Jerry Judy. You have mm-hmm. Noah Fant. That, that entire wide receiving core, I think, will be great. And I think Drew Locke will show us that he deserves to have that starting spot over Joe Flacco. I mean, I, I can agree with those points, too. I think Denver's going to have a much better year this year than they did last year. Um, yeah. I don't think they quite get it done against Pittsburgh, especially on the road. But they definitely address that wide receiver position was much needed. Yep. I got the Steelers because I'm not brain dead, you weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> Everything Jackson said holds true. All right. Um... <laughs> Next up, we have the Panthers traveling to Tampa Bay to face the GOAT. 
to face the goat indeed, Mr. Lucas. And actually, uh, for this one, uh, it's going to be a bit. I just want to make sure I find well, where the pat, where the Buccaneers played last. Okay, so this is the Buccaneers' home opener. Okay, and we all know that stadium is. A, should it be allowed with fans this year, is going to be absolutely rocking for the home opener with TB12. There's going to be TB12 jerseys absolutely everywhere. The atmosphere will be electric. It's going to be Bridgewater's first road game as well. Okay, going into Tampa Bay. It's going to be a tough environment. Rob Gronkowski's back with the team. What they have with the wide receiver core is actually ridiculously unfair. They address offensive line needs. They have too much here. Bruce Arians as well. I don't think Christian McCaffrey and Bridgewater are going to be enough to deal with this. I got the GOAT at home. I agree. I have Tampa Bay winning this as well. Uh, I really am interested to see how this Carolina team plays this year because uh, I was very high on Matt Rule when he was coming out of Baylor. I was really wanting um, him to be the Giants head coach at one point, but uh, yeah, I don't think I don't think he him with his play calling will be enough <laughs> against this team. This team is stacked from at every position basically. Um. I'm also going to go with the Buccaneers. I feel like it's too hard for the Panthers to overcome what they're walking into. Yeah. I, it's, it, there's too much. There's too much against them. You got the crowd's going to be super hype. You're already going to be intimidated because you're playing against Tom Brady with Gronk, with all the weapons, and he wants to prove himself and prove that he made the right choice in going to Tampa Bay. Yeah. <clears throat> On the road in Tampa, I mean, and this is not just a, a thing against Carolina. There's a whole lot of teams in the league that I wouldn't really have the confidence in to go in on the road for Tom Brady's, you know, first home game in Tampa and have the ability to win. There's only there's a very few select teams that I think would even have a chance to do that. So Carolina just happened to be the unlucky puller of this uh of this particular straw. So Yeah. Yep. Um, next up, you got Jacksonville traveling to the Tennessee Titans. It's the last 12 o'clock game uh, that we've got this week, and <coughs> every, everyone knows the Titans are going to win. Okay? We're at home. Derrick Henry owns Jacksonville. All right? It, we're going to be karate chopping necks all night. All right? There's going to be 12 stiff arms, and at least three people are going to get carried away on stretchers when their esophagus is just, like, slapped out of the back of their neck. All right? And I... Copy paste. We own them. <laughs> Copy paste. I got the Titans winning this one as well. Uh, Lucas, quick question for you: Will t- Derrick Henry have another ninety-nine yard run? No, because it's been done twice, and that was only the second time. So eh, the odds of us being on stuck on the one yard line are very slim. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Titans at home. Uh, I'm gonna pick. J- no, I'm playing. I was gonna <laughs> for a second there. I was like, you guys saw my eyes light up. I was like, no way, dude. He's not uh, picking Jacksonville on the road. I have Tennessee, but I have Tennessee winning this. And if Tennessee somehow loses this, you guys ever want to hear a depression pod? It's gonna be this one. Be sure to tune in that week. If if Jacksonville so happens to cause an upset, we might hear an actual uproar from Lucas. He'll have the he'll have the free mic for ten whole minutes, and we're just gonna let him go on a rant. I'm just. In advance, I'm telling you guys right now. I'll definitely have to come back for that one. You'll be more than welcome. I'm probably going to need some backup. I don't want to be around you. My team loses. <laughs> um, next up, we've got the Redskins traveling to the Cardinals. Yes, man. I think this is – let me see. If I'm not mistaken, Lucas, this is okay. I want to check. 
I want to see if this is the okay it is so this is the Cardinals home opener right um, D hop in in uh, Arizona for the first time playing in that stadium alongside of Larry Fitzgerald I don't have a lot of face in the Redskins I mean just in general uh, much less on the road up against D hop so um, I'm gonna go with Arizona I feel like they have a lot more to offer on offense Chase Young could have a decent game this uh, this time I mean the, the Cardinals don't really have that great of an offensive line, so we possibly could have a two to three sack game. We'll see, but I don't think it's going to be enough. I'm going Arizona. Yeah, I've also got uh, I, winning. Yeah, I'm saying I've got Arizona. All right, I thought you were busy doing something, so I went in. <laughs> yeah, no, you're good, you're I thought good. you were thinking. Yeah, no. we're in agreement. Yep. Cardinals at home. Yep. Uh, Ravens at the Texans. This will be a cool game. This will be a good one. This will be a good one. The Texans are going to miss D-Hop in this game. That's for sure. Okay, have you guys seen Hollywood Brown, like, on Instagram or whatever? He's doing the Antonio Brown drills. Like, you know, like, with his helmet in the the parking lot, that type of thing. Like, you know, all all those different catching drills that he's doing. Um, I'll tell you what, man. I got Baltimore on the road here. Um, I think Bill O'Brien's really going to miss having the best wide receiver in the league um, during this game. Wide receiver by committee is just not going to be enough to beat the Ravens' offense. I agree completely that uh, Ravens are going to win this. Lamar Jackson's going to play like how he was last year. I don't think we see a fall off from him. Um, now I'm not even going to get to the whole Lamar Jackson. I was going to say, we we're, we're going to open up a can of worms <laughs> with that one. Lucas is, <laughs> and he, um, and he, Lucas has been a prophet, so he's probably right. But I have, I do have the Ravens winning. Uh, I don't think the Texans have a defense to deal with Lamar Jackson the way that you need to. And um, I think the Ravens have a better coach. I, I, I definitely, I think, uh, I think when people talk about the Ravens, they talk about their coach, or not. I'm sorry, excuse me. They talk about Lamar Jackson more than they talk about the coach and the coaching that really goes into that team. They've always been a well-coached team since Har- since Harbaugh's been there. Harbaugh's a great and, coach. Uh, He's a very yeah, good coach. Way better than oh, Billy. Oh, Way better Billy. than old Billy. That's for sure. That is for that's sure. Right. Now, as yeah. to Lamar Jackson having an MVP like year. Like he did last year, it's not going to happen, right? Defenses are going to be able to kind of figure him out. I still think he's—I think he's still going to have a good year, right? And he's still going to provide that dynamic offense, but I don't think he's going to have an MVP like year again. They're I don't think be, he'll have MVP year, but I don't be fourteen think and two. Oh, uh, yeah. we ain't doing this. We ain't doing this. We're not opening up that can of worms. Okay. <laughs> you know what, Tyler? Whenever, whenever we have a pod and one of the big topics is about Lamar and I'm going off about him, you will be there, okay? Okay. You'll be there, and I'll fight both of you. <laughs> <laughs> All right? Fair enough. No, you dodged me so much. Well, uh, <laughs> he's at the Chargers. Let me tell you what, man. Chiefs and Char- I mean, Char- Chargers and Rams fans have it good this year, okay? You get to go to that stadium multiple times throughout the year. This is the home opener, right? So it's going to be another – dude, I'm telling you what, man. This stadium and these teams are going to be bringing in so much money just from the sheer amount of home games that they have. So you have another – you have a home game. This time is for the Chargers. Sadly, it's going to be uh, – the hype will be short-lived. Patrick Mahomes is coming to town. They're going to absolutely throttle L.A. I, I, got, I got the Chiefs in a big one. I think this is a 400 yard plus game for Patrick Mahomes. I think he's. I think he's just going to run through yeah. this team and just make them look like a college football organization. Tyreek Hill will torch them. Yes, 100. Um, 
I agree that the Chiefs are going to win, and I could definitely see a blowout. Uh, the only there's like one percent in the back of my head that's a little bit reserved about it being a complete blowout, just because it's a you know, same division. True. And teams in the same division tend to do some weird stuff, man. That's mm-hmm. so true. That, that's yeah. true. And and it is home for the Chargers, so you would think you know maybe Joey Bosa gets a. I'm sorry. Is that the wrong guy? No, that's Joey right Bosa. Right Nick. Oh, that's the right one. Yeah, Nick's was oh, okay. I mean, Nick's the other one. Okay. Yeah. Um. I, maybe Joey gets a strip sack. Someone takes it back for a touchdown or something weird makes it a closer game. Yeah. Uh, Patriots at Seahawks next up. I'll tell you what, man. This is our Sunday night football game, and should it and and should have Tom Brady been with the Patriots, thought this was going to be a much closer game. Sadly, you're going into Seattle on the road Sunday night. The lights are on, right? The whole nation is watching you, and the Patriots are going to end up losing, uh, signaling the fall of the uh, once great dynasty, which lasted for 20 years, which is absolutely amazing. We're never going to see something like that again, but. Seattle is going to walk away with their home opener, their win. Russell Wilson is going to have a good game. Um, the Patriots, yes, they have a good defense. And who knows, maybe through the preseason or by this time, you know, at this point, later on when we get in the actual season, we'll see what Jared Siddham has. Maybe he's, you know, I don't know, the next good quarterback. I, I just don't have anything to go off of for him for at the moment. So I have to give the quarterback edge to Seattle. Um, I have to give the – I mean – the only thing that the Patriots could have, they have the coaching edge, they have the defense, but I just don't know if they're going to be able to score enough points. So I got with Seattle at home. I, I agree completely. Um, I think Patriots are going to be an interesting team to watch for sure, but I don't think that they're going to have enough for this Seattle team. All right, Casey, load load up the pitchforks, all right? Because <laughs> we're all three picking the Seahawks to beat the Patriots, okay? So just get, load up the torches and pitchforks. Get ready to do, come riot outside of our YouTube comments. I already know it's going to be on there. He's going to go off on us. I'm expecting it. <laughs> I'm expecting um, it, too. They don't stand a chance. The Patriots are going are gonna to lose. Their defense ain't the same as it was last year, even though the defense was amazing last year. I know you still have an amazing coach. You don't have a quarterback. And you won't have as good as special teams, right? You lost your special teams coach who was so good, he got hired as a head coach in New York. So um, I, that that's going to be part of it as well. Um, I really think this is going to be kind of that primetime game where we're going to see the quote-unquote fall of the Patriots dynasty. It's going to be finally visualized for us on screen. We've heard about it all throughout the year and the summer and the offseason, Tom Brady leaving and Belichick versus Brady and this and that. Um, we're going to really see it now, and it's going to be kind of – it's going to be a momentous um, occasion for NFL fans across the world. Right. Yeah. Um, last game of the week, Saints at the Raiders. Listen, man, uh, I, I, I got Drew Brees going into L.A. Me and Lucas talked about this on the draft recap. We don't agree with the Raiders draft picks, although what do we know? We're not John Gruden. Maybe John Gruden hit slam dunks on all these and we just don't know it. Uh, who knows? I, I mean, I got the Saints uh, kind of running away with this one, ruining that Vegas home opener um, with a brand new stadium, which, by the way, looks absolutely immaculate. It looks really cool. Like they went with this whole like, you know, they call it the black hole, right? And the Vegas, you know, at home, like with the Raiders. Um, um, and so their whole stadium's kind of black, like cool-looking glass. Anyway, it's going to be short-lived. Drew Brees coming to town. Knock on wood if you're with me. No? Okay. My bad. 
Wow. I don't have wood or I would do it. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. I got the stairs. I can go knock on that real quick. <laughs> uh, um, I, I completely agree. Drew Brees is going to make, you know, make this team look silly. I think he's way too good. And I think he's still, still got a lot in him. So. Yeah. Drew, Drew Brees. I, I mean, I know you're, you're trying to, you're in the Death Star. I don't know what they're calling it, but it looks like it looks like a whole spaceship, man. It really right? does. It's actually really cool. <laughs> the, yeah, it's awesome, and it's really sad that such an amazing stadium is going to be wasted on a garbage team. Uh, the Saints are going to destroy it. Listen, can we can we for All a second, right? like a side note, talk about the, the the fact that the Raiders even have it, like the, the the Vegas even has a team? So let's think about this for a second. Let's take a bunch of you know young in their twenties guys in their primes who are by the way millionaires and stick them in the middle of Las Vegas. What could go wrong? What could go wrong? <laughs> what could, what, let's take a let's take a bunch of good looking guys in their prime with millions of dollars to waste in Vegas. Yeah. What could happen? Hey, the only thing is if Dennis Rodman and Antonio Brown were there. It's the only thing that could make. Could it you imagine happen. if Antonio Brown was still on this team in Vegas? Oh, yeesh. <laughs> Mike may have to be having to bail this guy out every weekend. I'm telling you. 100%. Um, that's it for the picks, though, for our week two predictions. Yeah. Ooh, I love it. I, I love it. was a good time. Stuff, man. It's awesome. I did too. I did too. Um, so our last bit, we got uh, normally we do take it or leave it. We do. Uh, but this week, since we have a guest, we're going to do questions for Mr. Tyler. And since I normally ask the questions, Jackson will be asking the questions this time. Listen, man, I think I don't think you understand, Tyler, what we're giving you with this segment. This is literally my favorite segment of the podcast. Lucas talks about it all the time. He comes up with good take or leave it questions. And I just I shiver whenever I get to go to take or leave it. Okay, it's a great time. So you have the honor, my friend, as our guest. So I have a couple different questions for you. I'm going to take it or leave it. All right. What are your thoughts all right, complete thoughts here. You can go into detail on the addition of Joe Judge as a head coach. Um, at first, when I saw it, I was a little upset because I wanted Matt Rule. Like I said earlier, Matt Rule was my number one person that I wanted us to hire. And then when I saw that he was a special teams coach for the Patriots, it at first it upset me. But then it's like the more I thought about it, it's like we've seen Belichick's, you know, disciples, you know, go out and be good coaches in the NFL with um, Mike Vrabel being, you know, the most recent one. So I, I'm very excited to see how he does, and I think he'll be great with him and Jason Garrett. Yeah, excellent, excellent. I, I, I was really curious, like, I, I'd never seen a special teams coordinator hired as a coach before. Like, that yep. just that never even came across my mind. To be honest, I didn't even know we had special teams coordinators. I knew there were special teams coaches, but I didn't know they yep. had the coordinator title, you know, quote, unquote. Yep. Okay. Yep. All right, so you are inheriting the head coach from the Dallas Cowboys for almost 10 years, Mr. Jason Garrett, otherwise known as Coach Clapp. All right. He said a couple of – uh, Huh? Yeah. We hired him – Back in 2010, 11? He was with us like nine that years, is, nine wow. to ten years. That's crazy. No wonder Cowboy fans are so toxic and angry all the time. <laughs> yeah, dude, we've had we had him for so long. Actually, he was supposed to leave to be the Baltimore head coach, um, but uh, he declined the offer, and they instead signed John Harbaugh. Mm. And so he ended up staying with wow. us. So I, th- I think actually this is what when I go back to history, I think about this. If we had let Jason Garrett go, we could have gotten uh, John Harbaugh as our head coach. 
which would, would I think we <laughs> had a chance to get him, and that it blows my mind that we had nine years of Coach Clapp instead of nine years with. That's really depressing, John Harbaugh. <laughs> you wonder why we're toxic and angry because we have we've had nothing to cheer for for so long, Lucas. Okay, we we had to, anyway. I understand. Yeah, you, <laughs> you get it. Okay. Anyway, so do you have high expectations? Can Jason Garrett be the difference on as offensive coordinator for the Giants? I think if he's not the primary play caller, I think that he will do very well, and especially developing some of the younger guys on on offense. You know, he's had, he has a good history with quarterbacks with Romo and Dak so far, and uh, him with Danny Dimes, I think will be you know be a good good fit. I think and he's going to end up. Well. I think he's going to end up being the primary play car, though. And if he does, as uh, offensive coordinator, and that's—I mean, yeah, I kind of—I don't know. I don't know about that. I always thought, but I did tell Lucas, like going back and and talking about Jason Garrett. I think he'd be fine coordinator, right? Yeah. It's just that the the head coach I think was a little too much for him, but he should be a fine coordinator. We'll see. We also have a theory, don't we, Lucas? That uh, he'll be coordinator for a year or two, and then end up being the Jets' head coach. After that, they, they I mean, need something. They need something. Adam Gase is not it. So. Adam Gase is not it. That's fine. okay. So we're talking about Danny Dimes, talking about Daniel Jones here. Moving into question number three. Okay, uh, he, you guys picked him up at number six last year in the draft. That was there's a lot of questions and controversy behind that. Um, you pick him up at number six. He, you, you know, you start him over Eli. Eli's retired. He's done. He's your franchise now. What is Daniel Jones's ceiling? Can he be an MVP type quarterback? MVP type? I'm not saying this season. I'm saying throughout the course of his career, what's his ceiling? Like, how high can he go? I don't think he'll be an MVP caliber player, but I think he definitely could be somebody like a Philip Rivers, a Big Ben, you know, you know, an Eli. Just with how good you know they you know they were over their career, just not MVP caliber, you know. You've got multiple Super Bowls when you talk about a group like that, you know, multiple Pro Bowls. I think he can be that type of player. So he could be a Pro Bowl, possibly an All-Pro, but not like an MVP is what you're saying. Yeah, yes. Okay. Okay. Lucas, I kind of saw you kind of <laughs> kind of smirk a little bit over there. you have any thoughts on that, on Danny Dimes? No, I mean, I mean, I honestly thought he was going to say yes. So that's why I had my little thing, my little thing going on. Um, no, no, no. I can't. Uh, I mean, it's hard as young as he is. It's hard to say what his ceiling is, because um, obviously, with any player, I think that makes it into the NFL, they're extremely gifted, extremely talented, and there is a chance they could accomplish anything. I don't think any of us believe Lamar Jackson would be MVP. Right. Um, and his coach changed the the whole organization, the whole makeup of it, and did something that was against the NFL norm and made Lamar Jackson the MVP. That's true. Yeah, that's true. That's a very good and point. So, uh, and um, it was just like was perfect. Yes. Uh, hearing the story about him, like in the Tampa Bay game last year, when I when we first got when we forgot our first W of the season against Tampa Bay, um, the players were saying about like his leadership in the huddle. For a young guy to be like that, I think just shows that he's gonna be he's he's something special. Yeah. Yeah, uh, hopefully, man. I mean, not not hopefully for me, for the Dallas Cowboys, right? Because if, if we got Danny, if we got another Eli Manning or another Big Ben to deal with in our own division, then that that spells problems for us. Okay, you guys got to give us you know a little bit of time to try to do something. Okay. Anyway, moving um, on. No, real real quick, real quick. Yes. Just, I need the man to grow some facial hair or something before <laughs> I can take him seriously. All right. 
Danny Dimes looks about 10. It fits his name. <laughs> he, he, need, he does. He does. I need some. Yeah, yeah. he's he's definitely a young guy. We'll see, we'll see what he has, man. So, okay, so all pro, not MVP, you know, pro bowler, that type of level. Okay, that's respectable. That's respectable. You could win in this league with that. So, that's good. Yep. Okay, so <laughs> the final question I have um, for our kind of take or leave it, uh, segment for Mr. Tyler is – Okay, so a little background here. The last running back to win an MVP was Adrian Peterson back in 2012 with the Minnesota Vikings, okay? Um, It hasn't happened since then. It's been all quarterbacks. What are the chances that Saquon can win MVP this year? And if that does happen, if he has an MVP-like year, wins wins that uh, award, um, how deep can the Giants go in the playoffs, assuming Saquon is MVP? All right. Saquon being MVP, like his chances, mm-hmm. I think are slim to none. Um, I think for that to happen, he definitely has to not have the injury issues that he's had over his first two seasons. Uh, and he's definitely going to have to pick it up from last year because last year he had some great plays. But overall, he was not the same player that we saw his first season. Yeah. And um, a 15% chance if you want a percentage to it, like it, it would be a you know, it'd be great if he did, but I don't. I don't see it. You don't see it. What about if he no. if he did have that have that year? How I mean, how far can the Giants go if Saquon's in MVP mode? Um, I think we would have to run our offense a lot like how the Titans ran it last year, where you just got to tire them out and just let you know let you know. In our case, it would be Saquon. You just let him loose. But uh, if that did happen. Maybe second round, division round. I don't. I think really? it was quarterback play when you get into those deeper rounds. Yeah, start playing to the to the NFC Championship there. Yeah, that's what I was gonna yeah. think. I think if he's in MVP mode, you probably the NFC Championship game. At least I would hope so. Mm-hmm. With because I yeah. feel like for a, a running back to reach MVP status in this league, with you know how many points are scored and how many passing yards these quarterbacks are having, I feel like you have to have eighteen hundred yards plus. To be considered for an MVP um, year for for a running back. I mean, what do you think, Lucas? I mean, how, how how great does a running back have to be in this day and age to be considered? I mean, Christian McCaffrey was in the conversation last year for a bit. Well, I mean, I think you got to be breaking records. You know, I mean, that that's what like McCaffrey was on pace to be breaking some records. A dude was going to have like a, he was on pace for a thousand rushing, thousand receiving. That's a big deal. Um, yeah. I think that for Saquon Barkley to be in the MVP conversation or to win it? We're talking about winning it, right? Yeah, winning it. Oh, he's got to he's got to get like 2000 rushing yards. He's got he's got to he's got to get into the Saquon 2K club. <laughs> Sack yep. <one> two. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, I think he's really one of the best running backs in the NFL. You know, I mean, we and Lucas have talked about this multiple times. We got Christian McCaffrey, and then we got, I mean, you know, there's you, you kind of develop on the tiers from there. You know, Saquon, Zeke, or Zeke, Saquon, kind of in that mix, right? And then, you know, you go, of course, you got Derrick Henry, who belongs up there, and Dalvin Cook. Then you start dropping off to, like, you know, the Alvin Kamaras of the world. Um, but uh, he's definitely in that top echelon. He's definitely top three, arguably top two um so if there's a running back that can do it uh and it could be a team that kind of surprises everybody i don't know i feel like saquon can kind of have that this could be his year so we'll see we'll see yep i agree all right 
Guys, thank you so much for listening to Go For Tube, uh, season two, episode number six. This is our first guest ever. We had Tyler. Tyler, thank you once again for coming on. I appreciate on. it. We, yeah, we, thank y'all. We, we certainly did, did love having you. Of course, Tyler, uh, co-host of the 100 Point Club podcast. They talk about all things Call of Duty Esports. We'll leave the link down in the description below for you guys to go check it out. Please also don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. Leave us some comments down there, okay? Casey's getting lonely, all right? He's been, he's been commenting on every video by himself for a long time. <clears throat> Tyler, if that would be great, if you could leave some <laughs> leave some comments, leave some questions. We talk about it every episode. We open with all of the different comments and, and talk about it so you guys can be part of the show with us. But guys, I think that's it from us here in the studio. We will see you guys later. Love y'all. Bye.